I talk shit the whole time. So I drop names and people are like, I, yeah, I go, this guy's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, guys? We are back in the studio here, uh, Comedy Club Confessions. My guest today, very, very funny, Cat uh, Alvarado. Hello, hello. Uh, yeah. What camera? This, this one? Is your okay, camera. hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking to the microphone. Okay. <laughs> Are you good? Can you hear? Okay, cool. There we go. Um, dude, I'm so happy you made it. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. So Hell excited. yeah. I'm so excited about your career. It's been doing it's been doing great. I've been watching it from a distance online and I've just been seeing great things. Yeah. I saw you recently passed as a regular at the Comedy, Comedy Magic, Magic Club. Club. Mm-hmm. Huge, very huge. As I'm very, very excited. It's awesome. You kind of far but it's it's great i heard nothing but great things about that club sold out every show i do and every I'm, single show. and it's uh it's it was closed for a while so i'm happy that it's mm-hmm. reopened that's great but i mean you come a long way i mean i first time i met you was noho comedy festival yes 2018 mm-hmm. 2018 and we're bringing it back actually finally we're bringing it back yes. this year uh later in the year but yeah uh i saw your set and i go wow this girl's really funny and cut to today you're doing big things you're on a lot of shows you're touring you shot an album? Uh, yeah, in December. Recorded my album recorded with Blonde Medicine album. Records. So it's not just like, oh, I'm doing oh, it. Oh, what is it? It's with a record label and with everything. With a record label? Yeah. Ah, what? Official. No way. How'd, how'd you, uh, how'd you, they connect you, how'd they find you, how, how'd it go? Um, Networking. And honestly, it was just being friends with the right person. She had, um, she had done her album, Valerie Tosi. She did her uh-huh. album with Blonde Medicine. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to ask. I'm just going to ask. That's great. And, Sometimes and you see just if she'll get, recommend me. Sometimes and, you just have to ask. And she did. She's like, oh, I love you. You're great. You are so funny. You should absolutely do it. And she was supportive. And I got to say, I feel like comedy is one of the few places where women support women. I feel like everybody, yeah. everywhere else in the world, women are attacking each other. But here, we got each other's back. You think so? Absolutely. I don't think so. I disagree. I feel like a lot of women, I'm, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. <laughs> I feel like a lot of women always go, there's only one girl on the show. There's only one girl on the show. Or like, it's all guys. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I try to put all girls on the show, but I don't like her. <laughs> I get that sometimes. Oh, I'm not coming if she's coming. Uh, I just, I, I feel like. I feel like that's a lower level. Like, not to shit on co- girl comics who are like that, but yeah. usually if they are, yeah, they're yeah. not that funny. Yeah. The women comics who are the funniest yeah. also happen to be, in my experience, the ones who support other women. I love that. That's mm-hmm. great. And that's one thing I I feel like that uh, I think we need more. I think we need more female comics to support. I think not even just female. I think in general, I tend to feel like a lot of Latino comics hate on each other. Like they don't build each other up, you know. That's why I feel like sometimes only the only most, the positive thing I've been seeing lately is through the HBO Latino thing. Yes, that's been different. That's a community. That's a community. But I'm saying in the past I've seen like you hear stories how George Lopez didn't like uh, Clemencia or all this stuff and joke mm-hmm. stealing and fighting and this and that. I just hear I've always heard a lot of stories, but I just feel like with uh, it's so easy to hate on someone in comedy, but with with you right now you're. Everyone's been really supportive. Have you had any haters at all? Oddly enough, no. No haters at all. No haters yet. Nobody. I mean, audience members who are haters, like followers, (laughs) like trolls, like they hate me because I'm a little bit political sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll get all up in arms, but that's it. Other comics. Does it hurt your feelings at all sometimes? Yeah, I had to stop. (laughs) I had to stop. I was posting a TikTok. I was doing some stuff that was like against anti Semitism, Uh that sort of a thing, trying to debunk conspiracy theories. And the comments were so toxic that I was like, Mm, I have to stop. 
Mm-mm. Yeah. No more TikTok for a minute. Yeah. Because it was just like too it's, much negativity. Dude, so much. I, I had to del- turn off my comments on YouTube because it was so sad. So much hate. Like, I was like, this is the my hard work I've been putting for the past 13 years. And you're just going to write that? Like. And then I'm like, oh, it's just robots. But then like some of our long sentences, I'm like, that's not a robot. No, I don't know. Okay, you go on the road too. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's these people who live in these tiny ass towns where the most fun thing to do is bowling and that's it. Yeah. And like every restaurant closes at 8 p.m. Yeah. And so these people have literally nothing to do. It's bowling or troll people on the internet. <laughs> that's who it is. That's funny. <laughs> I love bowling. <laughs> <laughs> Bowling's great, but like how much can you go bowling? Like yeah, at some yeah. point you're done bowling and now you want to talk shit yeah. and so you find strangers online uh-huh. and then you make fun of them has anyone ever uh <laughs> how okay has anyone ever helped you or hurt you and how long have you been doing comedy for 10 years this year 10 years this year mm-hmm. oh, that's great that's great that's great 10 years throughout your 10 years has there anyone that's really helped you move up to where you're at right now like you can go oh my god this per i could i wouldn't be at where i'm at today if it wasn't for this person Oh, there's so many people. Are there really? So many people who have helped in like a little way here, a little way there. Like, okay, last year, like aside from Valerie Tosi with the album, um, uh, Edwin from HBO Latino, he gave me a note in November of 2021 Mm -hmm. about my voice, about not my speaking voice, but rather like my point of view. He goes, this joke you have here, this joke about how you used to be married and you used to be super Christian, he goes, that's your voice. Everything else, all this other material you have about makeup and beauty yeah. stuff, he goes, that's, eh, it's funny, but it's like, it's not your voice. It's generic. It's, it's generic. Yeah, you got to make it more personal, talk about you. And when I start, when I took that note and I started incorporating that mm-hmm. and really like leaning into my voice and yeah. my experiences and the raw stuff. Day and night, different experience mm-hmm. with audience members. Because yeah. it used to be like after a show, I'd be like, hey, good job. Hey, good job. Like a couple people. Yeah. But after I started really leaning into my story, yeah. even though it was a little bit more vulnerable, yeah, it was a little bit less funny, mm-hmm. not going to lie. You're peeling the onion, basically. You're taking stuff out. You're putting layers to your comedy. Yeah. Yeah. When I started adding those deeper layers, people started coming up to me after the show and shaking my hand yeah. and being like, you told my story. Yeah. You were, more, you were relatable. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. girls would come up to me in the bathroom and be like, queen, yes. yes. And I'm like, wait, but I feel less funny in this moment. But, but it's, it's, it's but, but realer. It's realer and the funny is going to come. Like the, yeah. the the big punchline will eventually come. Mm-hmm. You're, you're coming, you're, you're, you're telling your story. And what, what makes you better right now is that it's you. When you get off stage, the audience goes, oh my God, I know Kat. That's me. Mm-hmm. And that's what they love you. They that's see themselves in it. You found yourself. That's great. That's that's mm-hmm. a huge thing. And a lot of comics think they're killing it right now, five years in, and they're just talking about makeup or cars or ex-boyfriends. And it's like, yeah, you could talk about your ex-boyfriend, fine, but don't be so general. Make it about you. Although I will say this, I feel like there's a like a life, like a uh, a journey that comics have to go on. Like comedy, first you have to learn how to write a joke. Period. Yeah. Like you can't just start out writing about all your vulnerability. Yeah. And people do try that, and I've seen that at open mic. Somebody will go up and talk about like a sexual assault, but they don't even know how to write a joke yet. Yeah. They're just going up there and doing therapy. Yeah. And it's like, honey, you got to walk before you can run. Go back and write a bunch of hacky shit about makeup. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Do it. You need to write hacky shit first. Uh-huh. You have to learn to write a joke uh-huh. first. Yeah. And then when you're when you've mastered being funny, period, uh-huh. then you go back and then you work on the vulnerable stuff because now you know the craft. Yeah. Now you could put your soul in it. 
I disagree. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't want to hear a bunch of girls. They're watching this. Like, oh, we should just write hacky, hacky jokes. No. <laughs> but learn to write a joke. First. Yeah, learn how to write a joke. Learn. Period. Take a class. Take a class. But uh, I, 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 I admire someone that can go up there and be vulnerable and talk about. Because that's what I did when I first started. I went up there, talked about my ex-wife, my divorce, and I had no idea what I was talking about. And then eventually, I said something like by accident, and then people were like, "Oh my god, that's funny!" Like I, and then I just. It comes out organically, I think, you know? Yeah, which but is it, how I started, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I, I mean, I, I saw your set the first time. What, what, what I liked about you the most was because when I saw your set, I watched over 500 submissions. Wow. As far as the festival. Wow. I watched 500 videos, and every video was like, ugh, the, it was either really dirty right away, um, was a bad video, like the quality, I couldn't see anything. I just don't watch those, you know? I just, you have to have a really good video. Uh, but yours was you were you were very likable, you were likable, you were very likable. You're smiling, you're happy, you're like okay, and you know like and uh, and you saw the audience responding. You know like I wasn't really hearing like the the content wasn't like oh my god it was amazing. It was like Dave Chappelle over here. You know no, it was more about okay she's coachable, she's learning, and uh, she's definitely someone the industry's gonna want to see. And that's one thing I've noticed about you now. Cut to that to today, you've grown like crazy. You're doing, you're putting in the work, and the numbers are showing. Right? Yeah. What's the album about? Oh, so, okay. So the album, so it's it's about accepting myself as a Latina and that I don't need to ask anyone's permission to be a Latina. Okay. Which sounds like kind of deep and like, what? why would that be funny? So what are you a Latina? Memoir? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is I'm that mi- the viewers know? She's uh, from where? I'm mixed. Nicaraguan and white. <laughs> oh, really? I, didn't yeah. know, I thought you were just Nicaraguan. No. Half oh, okay. and half. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. That's why I look like this. <laughs> I mean, the Nicaraguans are like a Wensen, sorry, <laughs> are they light skin. Yeah. And curly hair is yeah. pretty common, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is us. <laughs> so you talk about uh, being Latina and how you. How you don't need permission to be who you are. So, because when when I was growing up, because I was mixed, I didn't fit in with either or. Like I did, the Latino kids at school were kind of like, "You're not one of us," uh-huh. and the white kids, I didn't resonate with them because I didn't have UGG boots and Abercrombie shirts, yeah, and yeah. that was them at the time. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I was kind of just like this misfit kid, and I yeah. found my place, but I was always looking for who I am. What's my thing? Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? And I would try to find it in different parts of my life, like usually a hobby. But then I was a track and field, and then that was my thing. But I was never like feeling accepted. Uh huh. And then um, you got married. I got married, but that wasn't it either. Marriage wasn't gonna make me. But feel did you accepted. get married because you were in love and you wanted a family? This is before comedy, right? This is before comedy. Okay, so that's pretty crazy. So you got married because. Religion told me to, and at religion the time, religion told you to. Yes, wow. Religion like told me. How? Like hello. <laughs> well, they were. I was Pentecostal Christian, Foursquare specifically, mm-hmm. and at the time, um, the the purity culture movement was really, really big, wow. where you had to save yourself for marriage, and oh. everybody had like purity rings and little buttons that said, "I'm worth waiting for," and you know, some some people Where'd even signed purity contracts here yeah what los angeles really yeah in no. the valley though no way like the further away you get from west hollywood the more you basically live in arizona pretty much <laughs> i like <It's> arizona <laughs> it's not bad but uh, it's intense although like when i so after high school i did go to arizona state for a minute and that's where oh, okay. i go, went to church out there and they were even more fundamentalist and intense so, so when you I got married there, because you wanted to have sex? Yeah. 
Was it worth waiting for? Uh, no. It was bad. I never. I yeah. It was. That's so no, funny. I don't want to be. Will like, you marry me? <laughs> Is that how you get picked up on now? That's pretty funny. <laughs> Oh wow! I'm sorry. Well, that's that's crazy. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah it's it sucks. It was a bad experience, but it made me who I am today. Was he a virgin too? No. What? Why was he, so he wasn't pure? Mm -mm. Well, so the, the thing is, okay, here's what happened. The whole point is being pure and coming well, we, together. Be pure we together. didn't meet. We didn't wait till marriage either. We had sex before marriage. And, and then you still went through with it? No, we felt really guilty and we thought we were gonna go to hell. We were like, oh my god, if we have sex again, like, what if Jesus comes back? Like right then. Oh my gosh. That would be terrifying. And then we go to hell and we burn a lot. Like the rapture comes and we just get raptured up in so doggy really style. Religious. Are you still really, are you really religious like this? Medium. Medium. I'm like, I, I, I like, it, I pulled it back a whole lot. Like, I know. Like right now I'm like, oh, I'm like this. Like, I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Well, I'm medium pretty, religious. I didn't wait to get married. I mean. I mean, no, of I'm, course you didn't. Yeah, I, didn't. <laughs> I was like, wow. I've never met type. someone like you before. You're really? like the first. You really waited. Well, no, I mean, we had sex well, you before marriage, and then we oh, got so married so we right married. after. So you're not pure. Mm -mm. You weren't pure. It was not pure, but we were scared. That's so we drove to Vegas. You got scared marriage. You know, like scared straight. Like, on, like Yeah, a, but on we marriage. got scared in a marriage. We got so scared after having done it that we we planned yeah, to yeah, elope, yeah. and we, we drove all the way to Vegas to wow. get married so that we wouldn't go to hell. But you're not, okay. Well, I mean, are you friends still? We've lost touch. <laughs> it's funny how they they waited to touch. They waited for so long to touch, and how they lost touch. We lost touch. Yeah, okay, we well, we split up. And okay. Yeah. I, and, but now you became a comedian. Yeah, I became a comedian after you're married. Uh, yes, after my what divorce. What a great story! Like there should be a movie about you. Maybe there will be. Maybe a TV show. Maybe yeah, right? a pilot that I write. Right? I don't know. This should be. I mean, like honestly, <laughs> like it's so it's pretty crazy how you were like that scared. I mean. That's scary. Wow. Hell is a very scary thing. It like is, when you're super religious and yeah. you really believe that yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's eternal hellfire. Hundred percent. Like, oh my god! What have we done? We did it. We had the sex. <laughs> we oh, had shit. the sex. Oh my god! So oh my god! <laughs> so you talk about this in your stage now, comedy, right? Yeah, a I've been incorporating it. it. And one of the reasons why I did the album when I did it. So mm -hmm. back up, back up. In June, I did a one-woman show. And I included a bunch of the stuff about religion. But I also included the stuff about being Latina. And Ed Edwin gave me some notes afterwards. He's the HBO guy. He's like, I... Shout out to Edwin Licona. What's up, my boy? Shout out to Edwin. Yeah. He's like, these are two separate things. Religion and being Latina. Yeah. And he's like, and if you do the whole... If you did a half hour or something like that, we... It's like he didn't say it's one or the other, but he was like, you either you have a vision for one, you make it the best it can be. You yeah. can't like, you know, take two good things and mush them together because yeah. they might not be. It's like a steak and ice cream. Yeah. So I decided after that, okay, I'm gonna make the best album I can. I'm gonna take all this Latino material that I wrote over the past ten years because yeah. I I did so many Latino shows in the past decade. Yeah. That I have all this stuff. I was like, I'm going to take that. I'm going to make an album out of it. It's going to be the best that it can be. What's the album called again? Now. We don't know the name yet. Oh, you haven't launched it out yet? Mm -mm. Dude, you should, you should call it 
waited to get married. <laughs> I think that's going to be the next album. Oh, okay. Because the next album is going to be deeply re- about religion. Or just disappointed. <laughs> disappointed. That's not a bad one. Like, because you, you had, you wait. Okay, I don't know. Anyways. I'm thinking, I'm, I like the name Future Urban Legend. Future Urban Legend. I like that. Because I, I um, use the story of La Mocuana. She's a, an urban legend from Nicaragua uh-huh. as part of telling the story Mm -hmm. real quick i want to give a shout out to our sponsor uh comedy showcase app and petty cash studios thank you for letting us use your space and uh thank you so much all right um so that's great albums coming out later this year uh Mm -hmm. that's awesome um your past your paid regular um working with hbl that's that's a lot of great stuff has there anyone that's ever um i always i ask this question to all my guests okay has there anyone that you thought you've had beef with, but you how did it, how how do we say it, dude? Yeah, anyone is there anyone you think that has beef with you? Has beef with me? Like a problem with you? Was it a female a comic, a male comic, uh, a a booker, or you don't know why? Is it someone that you feel like, oh my god, that that person that person doesn't like me? Because I I've I've healed relationships on this podcast. Like someone's like that guy doesn't like me. I go, are you sure? Like, you, like J- Jason Collins said that Jay Masada didn't like him. Hmm. Like, I'm just saying, like, just is there anyone you can think of? Gosh, it's not like that. No, I mean, no. There's nobody. There's nobody that I want to say. Why? Okay, then just say don't don't put their name. Just say okay, okay. a booker or a... there. So there is a female comic. Uh-huh. She's doing great. Like yeah. she doesn't need me for anything at all. Uh-huh. But when we were start when we started, we kind of looked alike. Uh-huh. And um and at, we almost became friends. And then I told her a story in a green room once. And then I saw that story on TV and she did it. Oh wow. And then in other green rooms in the future, I would be like, that girl, she stole a story from me once. Oh wow. And then eventually though, we started to kind of become friends. And I was so happy to be her friend. And I was like, shit, I feel bad that I talk crap about her. And then um, there was this manager. Yeah. There was this comedy manager Uh who was like, I chose to rap her and not you because she kind of seems gay and people like to book gay people. Wow. Which was messed up. Because, yeah, Yeah. I was like, that, that, okay, fine, whatever. Just because she's a deep voice. She's not gay. Like, Uh she's not. So, like, no matter what, like, that's, that's, yeah, up. It's irrelevant. Like, go actually book a real gay yeah, yeah, person yeah. on your on your roster. You don't get like a fake gay. Wow, this is a um, really good story. That's crazy. I'm glad you're enjoying it. No, but, I mean like I mean because you hear stories like this all the time, like, and it's like, so do you do you like this person? I mean, you're mad that she stole your story, but I mean, I'm mad that she stole my story. And I was you think it was an accident? Like, friends. do you think it was a accident? But like, you know, because a lot of comics they'll be in the room talking shop, and then someone will just like organically say it on stage, and they'll think I thought it, but they don't know that he's stole it yeah because that's happened a bunch of times it's, it's there's, possible there's she didn't steal it on so purpose. many comics that I've, I've heard do a joke that i'm like yo we were smoking weed in the parking lot and i said that <laughs> like you know like but they're like they thought they thought it they later they, people are, oh, he, maybe oh, maybe absolutely. maybe she didn't steal it you know maybe maybe we should reach out to her or not i mean i'm not gonna it's your business but i'm saying maybe uh Maybe she's probably too busy. She's big. She's, she's on Netflix now. She's super big. <laughs> oh, really? And yeah. she looks like you. Uh huh. A little. A little. Um, a little bit. I mean, you're pretty. I mean, there's not. But there's a reason I wear my hair curly, not straight. 
Oh, because it was straight. Hers was straight. Yeah, oh, hers we're, both, straight hair. we're both brunettes and her hair is straight. And so, I used to wear my hair straight. And then until somebody made fun of us when we were on a show together and they're like, oh, you want to be just like her. And I was like, really? No. And then from then on, I wore my hair curly on stage. Uh, Ali Wong? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to say who. I'm going to let people know. guess. You're going to get know. great comments. I'm not going to guess. It'll be great. Comment. Comment. Who, who do you think, think it is? Who do you think it is? That'd be great. See, I just boosted your engagement. There you go. <laughs> engagement. Boom. What's up? <laughs> but so I wish we could be friends now. Like, it would be cool to be friends. I think she's so talented. I mean, but I think I, she heard that I was saying that and then just stopped being my friend. That's terrible. That's terrible. Does that, like, was that friendship really important to you? Oh, but it would be cool as hell to be her friend now. She's All right. huge. So. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> yeah. Damn, I'm so curious. <laughs> I don't know what I'll it is. tell you after. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and you know what? She probably didn't steal it on purpose. Yeah. And, and that is the moral of the moral of the story is I don't like to talk shit in green rooms anymore, at least not naming names. Yeah, yeah. Because you never know... Who's listening. Who's listening, who's going to betray you and go say your business to someone else. Because mm-hmm. that happens. Yeah. There are people who will be so nice to your face, yeah. and then as soon as you divulge and talk shit about yeah. other person, they run to that person. Yeah. And this business is too small. It is way too small. One thing I can say about this, I feel like it felt good that you got it out right now. It did. It felt good, right? Yeah. And also, too... Learn to just forgive her, because honestly, I I I I might have saw this on Insta- I saw this on Instagram probably if someone posted this. Um, there's a few comments that I don't like right now, and they were really close to me at one point, really mm-hmm. close, really mm-hmm. really like my best friends. Oh yeah. And we don't talk anymore. And one thing I and I I am mad at them for a reason because they were really messed up one night and they said some really mean things, and I'm like, you know, I'm just not gonna talk to you anymore. No and I thought that would make me feel better, but now it's like. I don't talk to them, which is fine, but me thinking about, wow, they didn't apologize. They never apologized. That's killing me. So I've learned recently, because of the post I saw today, to forgive them. To forgive them and just move on. Because it's yeah. eating me inside. is war, It's more painful. I forget how I, someone posted it on Instagram today, but I saw it today and I was like, wow, it makes a lot of sense. I have a story about that. What? So it's about my cousin. Mm-hmm. So it's not comedy. But so my cousin has always struggled with her weight. Her whole life struggled with her weight. And mm-hmm. my mom always used to like try to correct her as a little girl. Like, sweetheart, don't eat don't eat so much. Eat a little bit less here and there. My mom was just trying her her best. Yeah. Um, and then when this girl became an adult, she started um, getting very angry at my mother going, you fat shamed me. You are horrible. And then like, but then she started leaning in like a, my mom apologized several times. Like, Hey, I didn't mean to make you feel bad. I I, let's, let's patch this up. Let's have peace. I didn't know the right way to approach it. I just Mm -hmm. wonder what was best for you. And the girl just got more and more angry and bitter. And she's like, no, you fat shame. Until she called my mother on the phone, left threats to be physically violent and my sister and I had to cut her off like we all cut her off and yeah. it, it created a huge rift in my family because wow. we would love and my mom and and her mom are like are like this and now we can't have like a normal Christmas or normal Thanksgiving yeah. because this girl is like threat making threats of physical violence and, yeah. and that's something where that's a line in the sand that my yeah. sister and I were like no there's no no amount of you wronged me makes that okay to do. Yeah. So what makes me sad is that this girl needs to forgive my mom. Yeah. My mom apologized. And we yeah. can't change the past. Yeah. 
And what this girl's doing by hanging on to that, she's only hurting herself. Yeah. She's isolating herself from the whole family. Is she still fat? Yeah. That's sus. The bad story would have been better if she was like, I'm skinny now. And they're like, see, <laughs> your mom helped her. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, point is, it's like hanging on to anger isn't going to help it's you. Not, it's, it doesn't help her it's one not bit. Mentally health. It's not mentally It's bad. It's terrible. Dude, this yeah. was a great episode. Thank you so much, Kat. Welcome. For coming Thanks for down. having me. Where can they find you? Oh, you can find me at the Cat Alvarado on Instagram. That's C A T A L V A R A D O, the Cat Alvarado. And I'll be posting my official comedy album title and release date soon. As soon as yeah, she has it. funny video. She does these different characters. Do the character of the girl. Oh, do that to your mom. Your mom. My mother. Oh, my daughter is single, and I don't know why. It's because she's always out at night doing comedy in bars. Nobody wants to marry somebody who's in a bar every night. Mija, come home. Yeah, she's got great characters, great great content. Make sure to follow her. Uh, uh, yeah, it's so funny. Uh, talk, thank you guys for watching. I'll talk to you guys soon. Later. Bye.